This episode is produced in part by Keep It 100 Productions, a podcast and video production company that specializes in sharing stories of everyday people. Whether you're looking to start your show or need assistance with the upkeep and editing, Keep It 100 Productions will provide a solution that is custom built for your needs. To learn more, visit keepit100prod.com. That's keepit100, the numbers 100prod.com. Welcome to What's On Your Mind with me, Jannie Rath. Hey, What's On Your Mind listeners. This is Chorsey from Keep It 100 Productions, filling in for Jannie today while she's traveling the world. Today's episode features Natalie Cooper. She is the CEO and artist behind Custom Art by Nat Coop. She specializes in vibrant pop art paintings of pets and city or collegiate collages. Since recording this episode, Nat is relocating from Memphis soon. We will miss her face here in Memphis, but we wish her the best of luck for all of the adventures waiting for her. Hey, Nat, what's on your mind? Oh my gosh, so many things, as always. I feel like my brain is always processing new things at different times, but lately, like even on my drive here, I have been thinking so much about how thankful I am to like be in Memphis and have like a community of Memphians like around me that like really support art and support like local more than I feel like a lot of places I've been my family lives like kind of all over the country like my immediate family lives like I grew up in Germantown okay but my immediate family lives here but like I've gone to so many different places where like they they claim to be very you know like arts focused but it's always like a little bit not pretentious but always a little bit you know kind of gatekeepy and I feel like when I come here like I will know someone from Instagram or something and like just say hey like I know you from this and they are immediately like into it like want to have a conversation like want to learn more about you and so I just feel like what's been on my mind is I'm just really thankful to be honest and I'm thankful to be on your podcast oh my gosh (laughs) I love that you know I share the same sentiment because I think it was similar like when I reached out to you but there's like so many people where I feel like if I reach out to them like whether it's Instagram or just cold email them or I just walk into their shop everyone is just so wants to like them support each other, love each other, whether it's like different entrepreneurs or different businesses, or even if some people are in the same art medium, it's like no one's competing. Everybody just wants to lift each other up. And I, this is the best city I've ever lived in. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, because I know you've lived in like so many places, so I can't, that's really like a testament to what Memphis brings because it is also hard to go outside of Memphis and like hear people's perspectives on us. It's not the same as how we in it perceive Memphis. Like my, my boyfriend's from Fernando and like he loves Memphis and like loves spending time here, but people in around Mississippi where he lives, like I meet them and they like have a, a real, like not the, the most positive feelings about Memphis. And it's just for different reasons, but it always makes me feel like I'm really like square enough for Memphis yeah. when I talk to people. I'm literally like, well, so let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about that. Let me tell you about that. And then it truly always becomes something where like, they may not be convinced yeah. about anything, but I'm glad that I made my peace, you know, because I love it here. I've always loved it here. And that's why I have my business here. That's why I've stayed here after college because I wanted to make something out of like this city and bring better things to it. Cause how are you going to do that if people leave, you know? Not, I feel like we're going to be good friends. I think so. <laughs> I feel, so I moved here four years ago and I very quickly called like claimed Memphian as my name. Yes, <laughs> amazing. I like this true, this place truly feels like home. And 
I grew up in Knoxville, which like I love Knoxville. But even growing up in Knoxville, no one like talked about Memphis or they could talk about really? Memphis. You know, the kinds of things they were saying. It was just everything that's on the news. And so then when I moved here, I didn't really know what to expect. Like, I'll be honest, I kind of had the same bias in my mind because that's all I knew. And then within like two weeks, I was like, what? This place is amazing. Yes. Like, it's so awesome. Um, you really don't know till you're here. So yeah. I can't knock anyone. I just wish that people would like not make as much generalization as everyone does about any place. You know, it's like, okay, well, open your brain up a little bit and just come experience it, you know? Because yeah. it's not its not just Elvis. It's not just blues. It's not just Beale Street. It's like, I mean, if you would come here during the Grizzlies, like dominating, can you imagine someone coming here for the first time and just like feeling the energy of the city? And like, I mean, it's just, it was it was infectious. Yeah. Oh, infectious. That's a great word. Yeah. yeah. And like, a good, and in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I haven't heard that word being used in two years in this, yeah, this exactly. context. So I love that. <laughs> well, let's go back to you and your art and thriving here. So talk to me a little bit about the art that you do and your journey to get there. Oh, well, thank you. It's a, it's a, it's a, loaded question because I definitely feel all of the negatives and positives when I think about like my business as a whole but so I went to University of Memphis so you know starting right off there gung-ho loving you know my school like I graduated with uh, public relations and a uh, uh, <laughs> public relations and social media marketing as a minor okay so they had just introduced social media marketing as a as the ability to have it as a minor like my junior year and I was like I'm gonna snap that up real quick because obviously we've seen how the trends of like you know, business and marketing and everything where it was going. So I was like, I've got to have that on my resume um, because PR is awesome. And I love like having that background. But for me, um, a lot of it has to do with like news and current events that I like mental health wise can't do. So I was not really wanting to make that a part of like my, you know, going into a big agency or something like that when Memphis has amazing PR opportunities. So I could have done that. But the art itself came in, I've always been an artist. My mom says that I would like just draw on things that I shouldn't be drawing on since I was like a kid. Aww. And, and so, and basically the art for my business came in when I was in, so I did the whole like sorority thing in Memphis. I was at Kappa Delta and when it came to like big little season, you know, you pick your little sister, they pick their big sister, we give them gifts. And so uh, everybody was like, I'm not artistic. Can I pay you to paint things for me? And I was like, okay, 20 bucks yeah. here, 30 bucks here, whatever. And then suddenly, five years ago, someone said, can you paint my mom's dog as a gift for her? I had never painted a dog ever in my life. Like I've done art forever. I did governor school, I did all that stuff in like high school. And I was like, let's give it a shot. And it was, you know, five years worth of expertise later, it was very cute at yeah. the beginning. And she was thrilled, her mom was thrilled. Okay, found my old art Instagram from high school logged in, started posting, and I'm not even kidding, it just kind of took off from there. Wow. So I even got a tattoo of my, uh, It's I just hit my five year anniversary, so I got the very, the uh, date of my very first commission art piece. So basically like- that, And that's that dog one you're telling Yes, about? is the very first one. Stop, that's so cool. And so I was like, I've got to celebrate the fact that I've been doing this like on my own for like five years is like a full-time job. Like I've had little social media gigs on the side when like, you know, being scared about money in general, mm -hmm. but it's been the main source of my income for that long. And so I think that for me, because I'm loving what I'm doing so much, I like am now in a place where I want to help other artists to like know and understand that they can make this into something that 
will actually bring them income and make them feel good about themselves and find their people that want to support them. Because that's the most important thing to me is that I never cared about getting this huge amount of followers or this huge amount of whatever. I wanted to grow myself with people that I like still to this day had as clients five years ago. And so that's kind of like a very, very short, small hand way of saying like where I am now. I really like that a lot. I mean, it sounds like you just kind of like hopped on the train at one point and you were like, I don't know where this is going to take me, but wherever it takes me, it's going to be great. And look where the train is at right now. This is so cool. Oh, thank you. I mean, literally my first studio, studio in quotation marks, was my best friend Sadie's dining room. And now I have two studios in a building that I rent from and have been renting there for three years. That's amazing. Thank you. I, I feel like you're just, you're like the perfect testament of what can happen when you love what you do. Yeah. Like you believe in your craft. Yeah. You also have like some tangible hard skills to support your craft too. For sure. That can like, like make it successful into a business. Sure. And that you have a community around you that has followed you in your journey yeah. for the past five years. It's really, I mean, and that's another thing too, is I do like to, I'm very aware of like privilege in general. And it's been interesting because I've almost had the opposite I- experience where I've never been enough of an artist for the arts community. Oh, interesting. And where like I kind of present as a person that maybe wouldn't be artistic or like I see very basic and I know that and it's mainly something where I've had to kind of push like the imposter syndrome away and be like I belong in this space as long as I'm making sure that other people who feel that they don't belong are included and the easiest way to do that is to just like never think about anything beyond like this is a client this is an opportunity this is like my artwork for is for anyone and being a part of spaces where like I know that I'm supporting anyone in that space, so they will support me. And it's not that I've ever had anything like negative, like I just haven't felt as included. And it's also hard because I told you said earlier about my mental health, like this is a tangent, so like tell me when to calm down. No such thing as but, tangent. <laughs> but it's truly where I, my mental health does not allow me to share a lot of political stuff with my like art and my page and my business because I don't I don't have the wi- the bandwidth to have the conversations that are really really hard on a daily basis on my Instagram. So I have felt like I'm not doing enough. But here's what I do is I take the money that is given to me and I give it back to the community that needs it the most. I may not be posting about it, but I'm donating to the funds. I'm donating to everything that maybe even my clients don't believe in. And I feel like that's my way of like actively going against the bad political environment that we are living in. Because it's been really hard to just think about like, I'm not sharing enough, I'm not doing enough, but it's not, I don't think it's everyone's space to be able to share that stuff constantly just because I'm an artist, if that kind of makes sense. No, it really does. And I think this is such an interesting perspective because I, I feel like this has come up in a couple episodes that I've done where it's like, yeah, go for it. Um, She's drinking a sip of her coffee, everyone. Like, let's let her live, okay? I just point to it quietly. I go, is that okay? (laughs) But, you know, when a lot of, when people have a social media presence, people assume that that person's life is just the social media. And I think they forget that these are human beings behind a device. And sometimes it is just a a business. Even if I'm, do you show yourself? Yeah. And we can't expect that all of a person's humanity is going to get funneled through a channel. And I actually think it is more amazing that you are not doing things that are performative just to be it on your social media, but that you are doing things that truly are in your heart um, and that you feel cold to. So I actually think that that's great. And you're aware of the fact that people 
might have something to say because they don't see it on your Instagram. Yeah. And I think we have to remember again, you're a person beyond just what people see on a phone. All right, it's time for a quick break. And let's get back to it. I appreciate that because it definitely is something where I learned so much about social media. And like, that's how I would say is how my business has become what it is. It's because I know what kind of audience I have and I know how to cater to them and like give them what they need or want. And then also still when it comes down to something that affects me personally, I can use that as a part of like my marketing stuff. Like this is affecting us as a whole. So I can share this stuff, but I just... It is just too, it's too difficult for me. It's it's too, and like, I would rather have the conversations in person. I'd rather be donating money where I can and be having like the actual, you know, I'm a, if you meet me outside of like my little, like you said, my my uh, business world that I have on my Instagram that you see, which is literally 1% of my life. Yeah. The rest of me is a fiery gal that does not take anything from anyone. And so that is where I feel like I can bring the most attention because on Instagram, I'm, I have got to just filter through these DMs and get to business, you know? Yeah. So it's not, it's it's just been weighing on my heart to like not share enough, but it's also keeping me sane, if that makes sense. 100%. I yeah. think boundaries are important. And I yeah. think that you're, I think this is a great example of how you set those personal boundaries and, yeah. and set the boundaries also with your business and your professional side too. And yeah. I think you're also talking about a really interesting, like, beautiful way that you can be an ally and an activist and not it be slapped on social media but again you're doing the actions that really matter like at that at the end of the day that's an ally it's not the performance it's not the it's not you know resharing a post it's actually acting on it so 100 percent. and i half of the world and humanity i will say thank you (laughs) that's what you're like that's just very kind and it, and it, it is I like to consider myself always a safe space where I so I also have a chronic medical condition where I feel that it's so mine's a hidden illness and so I am also a safe space where I'll every once in a while share that kind of stuff and I'll let people who like will DM me or like be open about it like I will have those long conversations to let someone know that they're seen and they're heard but that is something where I really love the personal level more than like sharing a broad banner of you know this is how I feel right now and then like just blocking people that are being like angry that doesn't feel helpful to me at all it's just leaving a space where someone can just like voice their hatred or voice their like support either is valid if they want it to be valid I guess (laughs) but for me it's not my place to be able to fix it so if I can just affect one or two people that it can relate to something in like a personal sense like on you know just tapping away on my phone then that means a lot more to me than just performative like you've like you've said so that was a whole lot of no I love I love where this conversation went I think that's the beauty <laughs> of having a podcast yeah unscripted conversation that's why I love your podcast it's always something so random but also like <laughs> also one topic it's so fun I'm just like sometimes you'll talk about like the most serious stuff and you'll feel like a dog barking in the background then y'all will be like what are dog you have and I'm like that's me in a nutshell <laughs> yeah I, that's happened several times yeah it's my favorite I always sit here and I'm like oh I love it I love that well I I'm real very connected to you because um I also have my own mental health issues and I know yeah. setting boundaries is something that I'm constantly working on and I also have a hidden uh disease that is also related to stress I have an autoimmune disorder too and oh. so it's really interesting to hear you talk about that. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. Oh, who knew? Who knew, man? Yeah. I mean, and that is the, that's, 
something where I like to always let people know, like what you see on the outside or perceptive wise is never, ever, ever what is actually going on on the inside. So that's why you just have to be kind. It's, there's nothing that takes away from your life to be kind to other people. Like, I, I just think that it, there's too much, you know, sadness in general, so. Well, and speaking of sadness, um, I know your art talk obviously brings you the opposite of sadness. It brings you hopefully joy and hope yeah. and, and the creative outlet, maybe oh, just yeah. as you're navigating through life and also supporting your business. So like, what, what has been like, I know obviously you do a lot of dog photos and I obviously love your dog photos, I but do. what has been like the most Maybe I don't even want to say favorite, but maybe a piece sure. that, that has brought you a lot of joy. Sure. No, I mean, there has been so, so, over the years now, I can't even, I really don't even know how many custom pieces that I've done, but the, it really, the, the pets themselves, like speaking on sadness combined with all these other feelings is the reason that my pet portraits, I feel like, have taken off in the way that they have is because... When you lose a pet or when you lose something that like has, you know, really brought you like so much life and so much joy, you want to commemorate them. And my mom actually, when we lost our like first and only dog that they had, um, had a portrait uh, or like my sister had a portrait made for her of our dog and she's like a beagle and she always looked kind of like sad, like those big beagle oh, eyes, yeah. just like in general, even though she was happy, you know? But it was a lot, it was a uh, colored pencil portrait where it was like so almost exact that when I saw it, it made me grieve more. And my mom felt the same where she put it up it upstairs so she didn't see it as often. And it made me kind of think like, I, this is even like after I'd been painting for a while because my style has always stayed consistent. If you look at my stuff from literally high school, like I've never been one that wants to blend any of my colors. I'm like, I'm gonna layer that until I cannot see anything else. Like I don't like blending. I just like to like, keep adding color and with my pet portraits I really do think that the color and the vibrancy and the pop art kind of makes it a happy memory looking at them yeah and I don't know if that's like true to everyone but like a lot of feedback that I've gotten is like when I look at this like I actually feel like I'm seeing their like personality and their soul more than just like staring at a photo of them that makes me like remember in like a sad way so I think that like bringing in the color and the vibrancy like is what makes me so happy to know that like I'm creating hopefully a happy memory that they can look at and even though I do paint a lot of obviously pets that are still like living I like to think about this is something that you'll have forever when they do you know inevitably pass away and getting those messages like every couple like weeks or months where it says my pet just passed away and having your portrait is like I'm, I'm like getting emotional I have no idea why like, they'll like send me that's what makes my my job like worthwhile is that I get these messages where they say thank you so much for this for doing this for me because I feel like like I haven't lost them and that I've always been an animal lover, pet owner, like my whole life. So like that kind of stuff is what keeps me going. And so I would say all of them have been my favorites. But the most recent things that I've really been enjoying are doing these um, uh, custom college collages because personally, I'm not, this is taking it from like heavy to like light, but is that I am not a huge like gung-ho sports person, uh, but I love people's excitement around sports. Like, it makes me so, like, it makes me giggle when people are like, oh, I can't look at that. When they walk by one of my collages of a school that they, like, hate because yeah. they love their school so much, I'm like, oh, sorry, like, don't look at me. And then they're, I, like, do their painting another time of, like, an Arkansas or, like, UT or something like that. And then they're, like, so excited because I've done their school. So it's been really fun to just, like, see people's, like, excitement around 
their colleges that they went to. So doing those, I've done about like seven college or six colleges now. And so it's like the next one's going to be University of Alabama. And a lot of people have a lot of feelings about that school. So I'm like, it's going to be a lot of happiness, a lot of acres. So it's been just really fun to like, I like to make things for people that make them excited. That's really what I do. I can't make stuff that makes me sad. So I'd rather make someone happy and make myself happy, you know? Oh, I love your energy. I love everything you do. That's I love your I'm like a mumble monster, so oh, I'm glad that I, this makes sense. I I really enjoyed this conversation. I've loved. I have. I'm like still blinking back tears, but I'm like I've experienced a range of emotions. I, <laughs> Twenty minutes. Me every minute of the day. I'm just like oh, that's, uh, like I can't I can't feel anything but like every range of emotions. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, you are wonderful. How oh, can people so find you and find your art and just find you as a human being? Yeah. So it's custom art by Nat Coop everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, like all those things. But what I and, and my website. So. If people want to commission a pet portrait, they go to my website, but feel free to, you kind of can get a whole, some view of everything going to my Instagram. That's where I like to connect the most with people via like stories and my, you know, what I actually put all my time and effort into, but uh, yeah, just get them in quick. Cause I got about a two month, three month wait list. Oh my gosh. Did everyone hear that? Three month wait list. That's <laughs> I'm throwing that in there, but I'm like, I'm tired. Anna, <laughs> that's if you also need to take like a month off, I'm sure the world would understand. I don't know how to do that. No. Yeah. Th- those are the boundaries I haven't discovered <laughs> yet. Maybe I'll break down the year six and then I'll just take like a year off, but just kidding. Just kidding. I won't. Take it, take it one day at a time. One, exactly. one art to be sounded by it. This has been so much fun. You're such a good interviewer. Yeah. I love this. Good job. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, please rate, review, subscribe, follow, all of the things. Thank you to all the supporters and sponsors of What's On Your Mind. Check out jannyrod.com for my latest updates. Well, friends, until next week.